Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. You are listening to Linux in the Hampshire. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, hello everybody and welcome. You have tuned in to episode number 300. 45 of Linux in the Hamshag, the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet. And this is the weekender. This Woo-hoo. is where we talk about all the cool things in life, the upcoming contests, the upcoming special events, open source events that have made the grade or not been canceled, which are few and far between. Although some of them are coming online, which is kind of cool. We got a couple of announcements and things to discuss. Then we dive headlong into hedonism where we talk about food and song and drink and all the things that make life worth living. So with you on this episode and taking you down the slowly winding river of life, even though you're doing it from your houseboat, I'm Russ K5TUX. I'm Cheryl W5MOO. And I'm Bill NE4RD. And Bill... The last to introduce himself is going to talk about amateur radio contests coming up over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and it looks like we're uh, coming up on some uh, couple of quiet weekends, which is probably okay. We always need a break before field day comes around, you know, so (laughs) field day is coming another month. But anyway, this uh, these contests, of course, can be found at uh, contestcalendar.com, where we find all the contest information that we share with you. And this weekend, we uh, got a couple of them here. We got uh, the His Majesty King of Spain contest. It runs from 1200 Zulu May 16th to 1200 Zulu May 17th. It is the CW contest. It's 160 through 10 to work. And, of course, due to COVID-19 problems and avoidance of all possible infections due to participation in the CW King of Spain contest, the multi-operator multi-band, the multi-multi-categories are canceled. So run single up. Have some fun there. Uh, we also have the Ham Bench and Cuso party, as we were talking earlier before the shows. Uh, yeah, we would be packing for Ham Vention here and uh, having some fun this coming weekend but hey we're not so instead there is the hamvention cuso party and it's running from 1200 zulu to 2400 zulu on may 16th that is the saturday of hamvention which is not happening (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the modes are a cw and single sideband it's uh bands are 160 through 10 no work and it's of course it's a 12-hour fun event on saturday of hamvention may 16th 2020 work stations once per band mode so that means that you can work them once on single sideband and once on cw on every band so have fun with that contest. As for state party Q or state QSO party challenge, there are none going on this weekend. So take a break. Uh, let's see. Next weekend, we have the days or the day of YL's contest. And YL is young ladies in this case. And it runs from, uh, one Zulu uh, or zero, 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 one Zulu on May 24th to 2359 Zulu on May 25th. Modes are CW single sideband and ready. 
It's running on 80 through 10, no work. And this is group is in memory of Fox 5 India Sugar Yankee, uh, Karine Dubois. She uh, developed this YL contest and did not ever see it to the end. We are now going to make this happen in her memory. And they have two categories, YLs and OMs. How about that? So go check it out. Seems like a fun little uh, contest to uh, run next weekend. And as for state CUSO party challenges, there's none next weekend either. So got uh, got a break from the state CUSO parties for a while. We might have to try and get Cheryl involved in the SSB portion of the the YL contest. Absolutely. Do some yeah. warble warble too. Well, that's true. Riddy would probably be... Something you can handle because you don't have to talk. You just have to type. Yeah, so even better. Actually, shift, you just do F5, F2, F1, F5, F2. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's like CQ, CQ, brag tape, bye-bye. Yeah. No, you don't do brag takes on content. Well, that's true. You just have the one thing where you do your exchange and then you SK. 599 mo. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. All right. So we have some special events coming up. But before we do that, I am going to pop the cork on the whiskey that i'm going to review later wait no because it's got to breathe oh you want to breathe yeah so i gotta pour this so i'm gonna pop the cork on it now so hopefully this will be like sort of semi-impressive i don't know we'll see whatever (laughs) oh my head yeah (laughs) damn it (laughs) wait see can we hear the pour too maybe let's see oh yeah quite sexy yeah it is all right, cool. <laughs> so, I, th- I think you poured mine a little light. I, I'll take a little bit more. Please. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll add a little bit to, to mine because I'm going to drink it later. Okay. <laughs> so we'll tell you what that was all about in a little bit. But in the meantime, special events. We have, first up, the Emergency Medical Services Week 2020. This runs from May 16th at 0000 Zulu to May 24th, 2359 Zulu. The call sign is Whiskey 9 Alpha. Frequencies on or about 3975, 7275, 14275, 31550, the talk group on DMR, and the WireZX room, K9WCA. So there's even digital on this one. Check it out. All modes will be in play on HF along with DMR's WireZX Fusion NXT NP25 and possibly even D-Star. Monitor the Wood County Aries Racy's Facebook page for current information during the event, QSL is available with a self-addressed stamped envelope, and the information will be in the show notes. There's also coming up a Mount St. Helens Eruption 40th Anniversary. This will be operating from May 26th through May 25th, 1400 Zulu to 0600 Zulu daily. Call sign for this is Whiskey 7 Alpha India Alpha. Frequencies will be on or about 14225, 14030, 7185, and 7030. Please help us celebrate the 90th anniversary of the Clark County Amateur Radio Club and the 40th anniversary of the major eruption of Mount St. Helens. I can't believe that was 40 years ago. Yeah, I remember that, too. No, I remember it, too, when I was only 10 years old. So, Yeah, well, you're older than I was. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Activation of the special event station is open to all club members. Operators can operate CW phone or ready modes on any of the bands listed on the sign-up sheet. A certificate in QSL are available. Uh, we also have the Fort Pierce Navy SEAL Museum is honoring National Military Month. This will be operating one day, May 23rd, from 1300 Zulu to 1900 Zulu, six short hours, so get in on it. Whiskey 4 Oscar Tango is the call sign. They'll be operating on 14330, plus or minus, you know, QRL. 
or QRM or QRN. <laughs> uh, they'll also be operating on a D-Star Reflector 078C. Uh, the National Navy Seal Museum is the only museum dedicated solely to preserving the history of the United States Navy Seals and their predecessors, located in Fort Pierce, Florida. The museum resides on the training grounds of the original Navy combat divers, the Frogmen. The main objective of the museum remains the promotion of public education by providing the opportunity to explore the history of the United States Navy SEALs through interactive exhibits while honoring the fallen at the Navy SEAL Memorial and caring for those warriors' families through the Trident House Charities Program. A certificate will be available. And we have, finally, the Strange Antenna Challenge. This runs from May 23rd through May 25th, 0100 Zulu through 2359 Zulu Daily, which is, you know, all day. The call sign for this is Kilo Zero Sierra. The frequencies on are about 3.9, 7.2, 14.3, and 28.4. This is actually operated by a guy out of Springfield, Missouri. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Antennas for the Strange Antenna Challenge are to be constructed of unusual makeshift or debris material that may be on hand following a natural disaster. Past examples include bridges, statues, folding chairs, bed springs, fences, beer cans, tomato cages, and shopping carts. Basically, just do not use standard pipe or wire antennas. We encourage any ham who wishes to become their own special event station by simply appending stroke K0S onto your own call sign. You also need to respond to your own QSL requests. November Zero Echo Whiskey will be operating the three-letter call sign Kilo Zero Sierra. This is tons of fun, according to him. I encourage you to promote your club with this strange event and let the media know that you are or what you are doing. A link to more information will be in the show notes. Do we know him? I don't know. He looks, he looks very funny. He, we might. <laughs> his name is Eric Weaver. I, I know what his name is. I just I have no idea if we know him. He may have been in a smart meeting or something. Yeah, or, I don't know. He looks very familiar. So. so, yeah, maybe so. Maybe if he hears this, he'll reach out yeah. or something. So we're down to announcements. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a couple of announcements. <laughs> uh, the first is still working on the coffee giveaway. I, I really got to get back to that <laughs> and try and give away that last pound of coffee. I thought we were sending it to Bill. We're sending it to Bill. I, I have to, I, I said I would go through the list of donations Oh, and, you and try to give away. I still have, people. I still have more people to go through. Uh, as soon as, if I get to the bottom of that list, Bill will definitely get it. Um, right. but I do have a few more people to go. So, and that coffee is available. That blend is available. Is there a link to it? Um, on let me, let me see. If not, I can probably get uh, Tracy to throw one up. Yeah. Well, whether or not it's available, like at this second, it will be available at some point, and we'll make sure to announce it and put it in the show notes and so forth, so you can order it if you want to get it. I know the Dons. I'm going to start calling them the Dons from now on. <laughs> uh, KB9YSI and KC9ZMY got the first two pounds of it, and it's already gone. They've already gone through it, and they both said they really, really liked it. So that's that's heartening to me that they enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it. So it's a really good coffee blend. I mean, if you're into the coffee thing, it's really worth a shot. They do not have it listed on the website. They could probably email or call them but and we'll tell try them and, that they need the the badger brew right if not we can get it we'll we'll get it out yeah but the so. website is keen bean k-e-e-n-b-e-a-n coffee.com 
teenbeancoffee.com and ask for Badger Brew. That's the name of the blend. And we'll try and make sure that they get it put up in their shop so you can just order it that way. Yeah. Um, if you call, if um, try to call before 3 p.m. ish, between like 8 and 3 uh, central time and ask to speak to Tracy um, <clears throat> and just tell him that you need to get Russ and Cheryl's Badger Brew. And she, I went to high school with her, so she knows exactly what, what she needs to do in order to get that mixed up. So. Well, good. Maybe you can help them get the get a an SSL certificate on their website. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 so have, we'll have an offline order. discussion about any of that. Yeah, so. we, yeah, we'll have an offline discussion about that one because it's a little odd. <laughs> so anyway, and the other thing I I just wanted to say apropos of nothing at all is that I want a bottle of whiskey. Yay! <laughs> I was I was sick in bed and wasn't doing anything, and I come to read my email today and find out that someone is drawn my name in a patreon drawing for a bottle of whiskey and i won it <laughs> in a in a kind of a weird way but uh it doesn't matter i won it and uh, i looked up and to see how much that bottle of whiskey actually retails for and it's about 60 bucks nice nice so i am looking forward to that showing up and very prestigious award you're getting the, the little uh taster bottle with one ounce of it right yeah exactly <laughs> nope i am actually getting the entire bottle so that Ooh. i am looking forward to it well, and that pales in comparison to my skillet that i won so uh, no i don't know about that but anyway when it gets here i will definitely review it so okay. looking forward to it uh for the linux and the ham shack ham radio challenge i threw in here why not try some yezu system fusion in wires x mode <laughs> Uh, because why not? If you're capable, if your radio is capable, capable of it, it, yeah, or you happen to have an HRI 200 or something like that, get on System Fusion, jump into a Wires X room, join a net, chat with some people, you know, do some stuff on the digital non ham radio ham radio world. So there you go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let Bill talk about the distro of the Fortnite. Yeah, distro to try here is Endless OS. And they just had a release as well. Andre Magalhaes, something like that, has uh, announced the release of Endless OS 3.8.0. Yay, not a 20.04 release. Anyway, uh, the major and new update of the project's Debian-based family-oriented distribution that integrates more than 100 apps for working, studying, and, or playing games. This release updates the GNOME desktop to version 3.36. Endless OS 3.80 in this release, the desktop and most of its components were updated, uh, bringing new features, performance improvements, and bug fixes. On uh, new installations, parental controls can now be enabled when you first start the computer, at the same time as creating the main user account. Once configured, there is now a dedicated parental controls application that makes it easier to find and adjust the parental controls settings. We are now producing ready-to-go images that can be improved imported directly into any virtual machine software that supports OVF files, for example, VirtualBox or VMware Player, and 64-bit virtual machines. So there you go. Go check out Endless OS, especially if you're setting up some computers for the little ones and want to containerize them down to uh, some serious uh, parental controls. If you're doing this with a teenager, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nice. At the speed you type your password, come on. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Uh, well, you know, in ge- general parents. Okay. 
So moving on to open source events, we didn't really have any, and I didn't really spend any effort trying to dig them up because they're all virtual and you can probably look them up. Uh, we listed a couple over the last couple of heat, uh, hedonism episodes, weekenders, and those have gone by the wayside. There will be more for sure. As I think Cisco's got one coming up and, uh, OCP has one and there, there may be some more. I'll, I'll throw them in the show notes as I come across them. Some of them may be happening before this actually goes to air, but anything that's coming up in the next two weeks, I'll try and throw them in the show notes, but they will not be here on the air because I didn't do the research, you know, because life. So moving on, we've got the Linux and the Amstack open source challenge, and I basically just borrowed the other challenge for amateur radio and said, try some Yezu system fusion, but... Don't use the proprietary Windows software. Actually use Pystar to connect to the Yezu System Fusion network or even DMR or something else using a System Fusion radio, just doing it in a more open sourcey type way. So try and leverage some proprietary hardware and proprietary codecs using some open source software. You know, make the most of it. Woot woot. So moving smoothly. On to hedonism, we're going to talk about some food, and Cheryl's got a recipe for us, so hit us. Our recipe this week is for easy chicken marsala. Um, when Russ and I go out for Italian, I have to be careful due to a really nasty allergy to tomatoes, so I have to steer clear of normal stuff, especially since I don't like Alfredo sauce. So what's better than wine sauce over some chicken with some tasty fungus mixed into it? What do you think, Russ? Well, I'm not going to complain. I love chicken marsala. But- and you like fungus. Thanks for that, but yeah, <laughs> depending on the fungus, yes, I have to agree. I think we did talk about the fungus thing from Home Improvement on a previous. We, did we not talk about that? We talked about the fact that Spencer doesn't like fungus, but uh, well, and, and that we really don't have an issue with any type of fungus. Like, well, edible fungus, fungus. And- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so anyway, talk about chicken marsala. Okay, so. My recipe calls for boneless, skinless chicken breasts, black pepper, uh, flour or cornstarch if you need to be gluten-free, uh, some olive oil, some mushrooms, butter, marsala wine. And in this case, if you don't have marsala wine, you can substitute a half a cup of dry white wine and two teaspoons of brandy for the marsala. That, that gets you pretty close. Some chicken stock, uh, some more sherry or dry white wine, because what's better than chicken with wine? Nothing. Uh, some heavy cream if you like it, and some parsley or oregano. Um, and it's, you know, you, you bread your chicken and make a sauce, and said sauce involves lots of wine and some mushrooms. So, and of course, the recipe will be in the show notes. So, very good. Yes. Uh, I'm sampling my whiskey ahead of time. Well, yeah, I've got to get, I've got to get some impressions because. I see. These, these impressions that are in the show notes right now are somebody else's impressions. So right. I'm, I'm getting my own impressions now and, and updating as necessary. I see. So Bill can only imagine what this tastes like. <laughs> you can try it if you want. Here, you want to try something? Yeah. Sure, what the Okay. <clears throat> so I can talk a little bit about it while I'm forming my impressions and Cheryl's tasting. Tastes like wild turkey. <laughs> it definitely does no, not taste like wild not turkey. Even close. Oh wait, that's what I'm having. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm drinking now is a new bourbon that's coming out of Sonoma County, California, which is a place that is much more known for its wine than its whiskey. It's the Redwood Empire Pipe Dream Bourbon. 
It's named for the 14th tallest tree on the planet. Pipe Dream is the first bourbon whiskey from this distillery. It's made from a high corn mash bill and blended from barrels aged between 4 and 12 years. Uh, they say it's smooth and complex, a true sipping whiskey. And it's bottled at 90 proof. And, yeah, I'm drinking it. <laughs> um, it was reasonably priced. It's about $35 a bottle. So... And they have three different types. They do. They have a bourbon, they have a rye, and uh, just an American whiskey, I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. I I picked up the bourbon because I kind of tend towards bourbon. But let's see. I'm I'm trying to compare my notes with what the notes on the screen are. I think the nose nose notes are pretty straight on. Uh, This is uh, bottled at 90 proof, as I already mentioned. The mash bill is 75% corn, 21% rye. And 4% malted barley. So it does have a fairly high rye content. Uh, it does come from Sonoma County, California. The color is a deep, deep gold color. It doesn't, doesn't really quite get to amber. It is a, it is a rich sort of spun gold color. The nose on it is, um, it's, it's pretty much just straight sweet, like right off the top. There's a, there's a little bit of the sort of acetone, but it's not bad. But what it gives me is that sort of trailing finish that I added to the other elements, which is the hint of what I call grappa, which is kind of a bitter grape. Um, I don't know how else to, I, I know, I know what it tastes to me when I taste grappa and I don't like grappa <laughs> and I sort of get that on the tail end of the nose. No, I, well, I get it in the tail end of the taste. Okay. I, yeah. Um, but on the nose, there's a, there's a strong sweetness of basically a generic sweetness that hits you. Then it sort of breaks down a little bit into a peanut brittle or, a, or just a peanut. If you don't get that sort of butteriness, uh, a little bit of maple, vanilla, and a tiny bit of honey. And then that, that grappa, that sort of bitterness. I think that's the acetone mixing with the other things gives it that sort of bitter grapey smell on the taste. You definitely get a little nut. It's almost like a, it's almost like a stale, it's, it's pecan for sure, but almost like a stale pecan. <laughs> Gross. It's not, not like, not like moldy pecan, just stale. <laughs> um, it's a bit oh, nutty. It's, it is a bit nutty. Yes. Uh, some brown sugar, vanilla. You definitely get a little bit of the barrel and the, just the staves, the oak. Um, and not really a lot more. Yeah, see, I get like a major grapey thing at the end. So, see, I I get it's funny because usually the taste doesn't come back through my nose. Like I know I'm tasting with my smell because that's what you do. Right. But I don't normally I don't normally associate the taste with my nose, but I definitely do with this. And yeah, that sort of bitter grapiness is at the at the tail. End it's at the tail it. end of the yeah. taste, but I taste it in my nose. I don't taste it like with all the other flavors. Yeah, no, it's it's like stuck <laughs> to my palate. So okay. And then the finish is pretty long because I'm I sipped it a few seconds ago, probably ten fifteen seconds ago, and I'm still tasting, tasting it. it right. So <laughs> it's it's pretty long. Um, there's not much to it. There's that sort of I don't know. It's almost like a semi-sweet essence now. It doesn't really have a characteristic. And maybe a little bit of dry pepperiness, and I'm assuming that's coming straight from the rye. So, um, I don't know. It's not super interesting, <laughs> but it's not terrible either. It'd probably make a really good Manhattan yeah. because it's got a lot of rye in it. So, it might 
a Manhattan might mask some of the sort of offness of it and uh, and bring out some of its better characteristics. So I might have to try that later. But yeah, overall, it's not terrible. Um, It tastes, it's youngish. Okay, on that flavor, I got full, full blown pecan. Like, so I bet if this sits a while, it'll be better. It'll probably get a little better, a little fuller. Because on a later sip, I just got straight up blast of pecan. So if you like that sort of nutty, woody thing with a, maybe a little bit of sour on the end, that this might be right up your alley. It might make a fantastic Manhattan. We'll have to maybe revisit. As a sipping whiskey, it might get better as we get out of the neck pour and down into the bottle. Let's see. Uh, but overall, it tastes a little bit young. It's it's sort of moderately interesting, but for the price, it's not terrible. And... um on the on the rating, I'm gonna have to go sort of kind of low on it because it's up against a lot of like really good stuff, and it just it just feels a little immature and not quite complete to me. So I'm gonna give it an 84. So to add to all that, they okay. have Pipe Dream, which is bourbon, Emerald Giant, which is rye, and Lost Monarch, which is a blend of straight whiskeys. And for every bottle purchased, they plant a redwood tree. Well, fantastic. So far, they've planted 74,000 trees. I am glad I was able to plant a redwood tree by buying this, and I hope it sort of improves over time because an 84 is, you know, on my scales, is pretty low. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's Um, much like California wines. They can just stay over there. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not terrible, and it's not super expensive. So if it's something that comes into your market, which I guess they're trying to push it out pretty much everywhere, you know, you might want to give it a shot. It, Like I said, I'll, I'll probably post in the Discord if you want to join the Discord about making a Manhattan out of it and see how that goes. Um, but they do have a couple of other expressions, so it might be worth looking at. This is Redwood Empire Pipe Dream Bourbon, and they do have a couple of other options, but maybe give it a look. You should talk about the uh, old fashions you made with the uh, the taste of like carrot cake the other day. Oh, the old fashions they made with the brown sugar bourbon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that was kind of awesome. It just tasted like carrot cake or spice cake. It's it like spice cake, spice cake, cake yeah. in a glass. Yeah. yeah. Brown sugar bourbon is the thing that Walmart is carrying right now in their yeah. liquor departments. And Russ was Russ said something about, you know, do you want a, an old fashioned? I said, sure. So he fixed one for me. And I don't even remember what whiskey he used. And then he's like, you, I'm going to try this brown sugar bourbon and see what it tastes like with that. Well, the first one I made was with Weller. Then. Okay, right, yeah. And so I ended up, like, trying to snag his that he made with the brown sugar bourbon to the point that he made me one. But it truly <laughs> tasted like a piece of, to me, a piece of carrot cake. It tasted like a piece of frosted spice cake. Yeah. Or hummingbird cake. Yeah, yeah. that's what it tasted like. I mean, it, wow. was, it was good. <laughs> So anyway, let's Bill, let Bill talk about his uh, new find, which is my one of my old finds. I don't know if I recommended it to you, but it, if I did, I'm happy with you. Or <laughs> happy with you, you know, <laughs> the fact that you actually bought some. But yes, yes, I finally uh, I went and uh, went to the store the other day and had to pick up a few more supplies. You know, <laughs> we're supplies, suffering, quote unquote, <laughs> yeah, suffering these days. And uh, so I, I did pick up a bottle of the uh, wild turkey rare breed, and this is the whatever cast strength or something. I don't know what they call it. What do they call it? It's just wild turkey rare breed. It's bottled at one twenty barrel proof. Yeah, one twenty something. Yeah. So anyway, it's excellent, and 
<laughs> it's a little bit more expensive than the other stuff. Uh, I think it was, um, it was probably like, about 50 for you. Yeah. I think it was like right around 50 or maybe it was almost 60. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Montana prices are weird. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 45 here. So I figured it had to be at least 50 for you. So yeah, yeah, definitely a little bit more expensive. So anyway, yeah, it was, it's really good. And, uh, if you're interested in the review you did on it, uh, it's back on episode number 288. So go ahead and pull that up and rewind and. You can uh, listen to the review on Wild Turkey Rare Breed, but uh, it tastes really good out of my glass. That's all I can say. <laughs> I, I am a huge. I, I've been. On, I'm on several whiskey YouTuber groups. I'm on several whiskey discords and stuff like that. And I tout, I tout Old Forester 1920 and Wild Turkey Rare Breed above everything. All else. other whiskeys. I, I tout the wild or the the. Um, the 1920 is is my favorite whiskey of any whiskey. Still is. I haven't. I have right? It may not always be, but I haven't found one to top it yet. And this is this is among all kinds of whiskey too. Whether right. it's bourbon, American whiskey, Scotch, whatever. Whatever. Right. It is my favorite thing on the planet. That's called whiskey. <laughs> and um, the for. For a reasonably priced sort of budget, like kick ass whiskey in a glass that you could drink straight. You could even, you could even sort of justify mixing it because it's kind of inexpensive enough, but it depends on where you are. Right. You know, um, the wild turkey rare breed, absolutely second place. So, um, so those people who are out there chasing, you know, the, the George T. Stagg and the, Pig you know, and whistle pig or yeah, the whistle pig and the the Blantons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, forget all that. You don't need that. Well, Just, we the thing is, you should you should add in here. You you have those bottles, yes, or you have tried those bottles and they still right. I have fall I have tried all of those short. things. I've I I own some of them. <laughs> um, and of course, everybody's flavor profile is different. So your flavor profile kind of sort of has to line up with mine because you might like things that are completely different than me. But if you've listened to all of these reviews that I've done and you're sort of in line with the things I say, then don't worry about all that other crap. Just just make sure you have a bottle of Old Forester 1920 in the house. Make sure you have a bottle of Wild Turkey Rare Breed. You'll You'll never need another thing. Right. (laughs) But You know, I think I'm going to start doing like wine and vodka reviews instead of recipes. Sure. There's no reason you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a recipe and a vodka review. Yeah, well, this, this vodka tastes like paint thinner. You could this do yeah, exactly. tastes like paint thinner. You could too. do recipes. This and one vodka tastes like parents. paint thinner too. Oh, this one That's tastes like true. acetone. <laughs> See, vodka. Vodka is my drink of choice, but I also I like wine. I like the thing is I don't know that there's anything. Well, I Bill don't likes like. wine too. So right, I do, but. Yeah, I would. I would definitely review Jeller Creek wines because those are, as you know, my favorite. Well, see, I try and There's stay. There's others away- though. No. There's curling vine and stuff too. Right, so. but I try and stay away from things that are like super regional because you can't get them. Because elsewhere. I can talk about them all night long and say how wonderful these things are, but no one can get them. So why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I know. So. But- all right. Well, with that, we should probably wrap up this episode Woo-hoo. because you know. We're done talking. <laughs> <Are> we? <laughs> so let's go back up to the top and 
thank everybody who was joining us in the chat room tonight. We had Tony, KM4HSD, Ted, WA0EIR, Don, KC9ZMY, Don, KB2YSI, Darren, VK6EK, Dan, KF5TQN, Stacy, KB7YS, and Tom, N4HAI. We want to let everybody know that we appreciate them, whether they just listen or support us financially or talk to us in the chat. Make sure you join us on the Discord. Check out the YouTube channel. We try and put out content as much as we can. We appreciate all of the input, whether it's feedback or just chatting or being a member of the community that is Linux in the Hamshack. Uh, we love our interaction with all the folks who are involved in the program in whatever capacity. We can't thank you enough for everything you do and everything you are. We hope you're staying safe. We hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks. We'll catch you on the next Weekender. And, of course, there will be a deep dive episode in between here and there. So we hope you tune in for that as well. And with that, we are down to the end of episode number 345 of Linux in the Hamshack. I am Russ, K5TUX. I'm Cheryl, W5MOO. And I'm Bill, NE4RD73. for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. The live show is recorded every Monday night at 8pm Central Time, plus or minus QRL. Connect to the live stream at url.bcts.info stroke LHS Live. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info You can support the podcast by visiting the LHS Patreon page patreon.com stroke LHS podcast or by using the contribute link on the homepage. Get in touch via social media. We have a presence on Discord, Facebook, IRC, Twitter and YouTube. Our IRC channel is hash LHS podcast on the Freenode network and the Discord invite link is url.bcts.info stroke discord. You can also drop us an email at info at lhspodcast.info or leave us a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the online LHS merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable show-themed merchandise. Become an ambassador and represent LHS at a local Linux convention or handfest. Email ambassadors at lhspodcast.info for more information or visit the homepage for details. Until next time, remember to always heed your hedonism.
Linux in the Hamshack and the Linux in the Hamshack logo are released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License.